0: Philippians 4 and 8, when you found it, say amen. amen. If you give me just a few minutes we'll be out of here. English Standard Version says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on these things. I just want to use for a subject once again, breaking strongholds, the battle of the mind. And if I had a title, I probably would name it, I Gotta Rethink Some Things. Touch your neighbor, tell them. In 2020, I Gotta Rethink Some Things. I'm not as young as I used to be. And if I'm honest this morning, my mind often fails me. It seems to be working on autopilot. It seems to do its own thing. It's as if my mind is not mine. It's as if my mind ain't minding me. And so the question becomes how do I make my mind mine? Because when I want to ponder, my mind wanders. When I want to pray, my mind strays. It is as if I am hostage to my mind. And so, I got to rethink my whole life. I literally have to change my mind. You know this, your thoughts control your whole life. Proverbs 4 and 23 says, be careful of how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts. In other words, sick thoughts lead to a sick life. Fearful thoughts lead to a fearful life. Fear starts in your mind. Resentment starts in your mind. Worry starts in your mind. Pride starts in your mind. Lust starts in your mind. Hate starts in your mind. The battlefield of sin and success is in your mind. Ever since the book of Genesis, the devil has been trying to trick our minds. You remember he came up to Eve, not with a gun, not with drugs, but with some mind games. I wish I had some help in here. Romans 7 and 23, Paul uh, felt how we feel. He said, but I see in my members or in my body another law waging war against my mind, making me captive to sin that dwells in my body. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death. Thanks be to God. I wish I had some help in here. And so we have to learn how to manage our minds. If we don't manage our minds, uh, we will never have any peace. We will never have any joy. We will never have any real happiness. So we have to learn how to rethink this thing. We have to rethink our relationships, rethink our marriages, rethink our parenting, rethink our attitudes, rethink what we believe, rethink what we think happiness is. I wish I had some help in this place because godly thinking leads to godly living. If we can think right, then we can speak right, then we can live right thoughts are seeds planted in the garden of the mind. And every good gardener knows that after you've prepared the soil by clearing out the grass, clearing out the rocks, clearing out the trash, it's now time to plant seeds. But regardless of how much you have prepared the soil, some weeds are going to grow and you have to pull them out. And that's what God is saying to us. In the seeds of your mind, you have some weeds growing, weeds of hate, weeds of division, weeds of criticism, weeds of resentment, weeds of arrogance, weeds weed of pride. I wish I had some help. Weeds of addiction, and you got to pull down and pull out every stronghold. I wish I had some help in this place. I don't know about you, but I have to weed out some things in my life so I can grow unhindered, so I can Grow how God wants me to grow. Grow good ideas and good beliefs and good habits. I wish I had some help in this place. Touch your neighbor. Tell him I got to grow. Most of us do a great job of feeling, you know. We feel angry. We feel down. We feel Spirits, we feel negative energy, we feel good, we feel down, but we have trouble with our thinking. We have selfish thoughts, mean spirited thoughts, prideful thoughts, arrogant thoughts, judgmental thoughts. Matter of fact, when we look back at 2019, most of our most regretful moments were based not on what we felt, but based on bad thinking. Paul says in the text, it's time to refocus our minds. It's time to recenter our thoughts. Matter of fact, he says, what you have to do is think on these things. Paul gives us literally a checklist, a litmus test, a questionnaire to help us decide if our thoughts are worth thinking. Paul starts it off by saying, Whatever you are thinking in this moment, you got to ask yourself, is it true? And some of us would say, yes, I am sick. It's true. It's true, I'm broke. It's true, I'm depressed. It's true, I'm down. It's true, I'm in debt. It's true, I'm divorced. It's true, I'm unemployed. It's true, I'm an addict. Well, Paul says, the next thing I want you to ask is not only is it true, but is it lovely? and so if it's true that you are addicted and true that you are depressed if it's not lovely get rid of it I wish I had some help in this place erase it from your memory get it out of your head clear your mind delete it from your hard drive is it noble is it worthy of any praise I wish I had some help in this place cause if it's true but not worthy of praise if it's true but not noble if it's true but not lovely you gotta get it out of your head I wish I had some help in this place touch your neighbor tell him I gotta get it out of my mind I gotta renew my thinking I gotta rethink things in my life and you can't do it thinking about garbage. Touch your neighbor. Tell him, is it lovely? Is it worthy of any praise? You should not think on it if it's true, but not lovely. True, but not noble. True, but not worthy of praise. Somebody saying, well, I can't get it out of my mind. I know you said what you said. But my stronghold has not crumbled yet. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my faith? What's wrong with my walk with Christ? What's wrong with my prayer life? My mountain won't move. And I heard in the word, if you speak to the mountain, say, be cast into the sea, it will move. But my mountain still stands. It still impedes my progress. It's still in my way. And so the question becomes, what do you do when he won't move your mountain? I wish I had some help in this place after you've spoken to it. It's still in your backyard. It's still in your driveway. It's still in your front yard. I wish I had some help in this place. Well, God would tell you, well, God wants us to know that, listen here, if he does not deliver you from it, he'll deliver you through it you missed your shout. Listen he didn't deliver David from the valley but the Bible says he delivered David through the valley. He didn't deliver Paul from the thorns but he delivered Paul through the thorns. He didn't deliver Mary from heartache but he delivered her, I wish I had some help in this place, not from heartache but through heartache. He didn't deliver Jesus from the cross but he delivered us through the cross. I wish I had somebody here that says he has not delivered me from my trouble yet he has not delivered me from my stronghold yet he has not delivered me from my sickness yet he has not moved my mountain yet but i'm suggesting i am thinking if he has not delivered me from it he'll deliver me through it touch your neighbor touch them tell them tell them him, you just going through it you just going through it I wish I had some help in this place yes it takes faith to believe I wish I had some help in this place it takes faith to get what you want from God but it also takes faith to not get what you want from God Wish I had some help in this place. It takes faith to not get what you want and still come to church. It takes faith to not get what you want and still pray. It takes faith to not get what you want and still worship. It comes it takes faith to not get what you want and still tied. It takes real faith to not get what you want and still sing and still show up and, and still lift up holy hands and still, I wish I had some help in this place, claim you have the victory. I wish I had somebody that says, he has not moved my mountain. But listen, if he does not deliver you from it, he'll deliver you through it. Touch somebody. Tell them I'm just going through. I'm just going through. Listen. Write this down. Listen, don't believe everything you think. I wish you would receive that. I wish you would accept that. You ought to second guess yourself sometimes. You ought to re-examine things sometimes. You ought to re-evaluate things sometimes. Some of us trust ourselves too much. Some of us Trust our gut, our G U T, more than we trust our God, our God wish I had some help in this place and you have to understand you got some biases. You have some blind spots. You have a habit of jumping to conclusions. You you look on the wrong side too much. You are a little bit prejudiced. You miss the big picture. I wish I had some help in this place. You see what you want to see and you can't believe everything you think. If you are going to win the battle of the mind, you can't believe everything you think, high five your neighbor tell them you can't believe everything you think everything you think is not valid, it is not noble it is not worthy of any praise write this down guard your mind from garbage guard your mind from garbage you can't watch everything on television Then if you're going to watch it, you can't watch it in front of your kids. Stop going to see rated R movies with your kids. Lord have mercy. Ain't nobody going to shout this morning. Stop listening to trap music, number one. Then stop listening to it with your kids. Something wrong if... If you're forty and and they twelve and y'all love the same artist. do that make any sense? That I've been on Earth forty years and I still like who Gabby like. Guard your mind from garbage. Cut your neighbor telling you better guard your mind from garbage. Then you gotta be a learner. You gotta be a learner. If you're going to delete some things from your mind, you gotta put something back in there. That's all a disciple is. A disciple is a learner. That's what it means. Jesus said, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take this yoke upon me. Learn of me. You're going to always be thinking foolish until you get some wisdom in there. I wish I had some help in this place. And some of us are not learners because we are not humble enough to be taught anything I wish I had some help in this place we are unteachable, we are uncoachable you can't tell them nothing. They already know everything. Hosea said my people are destroyed by lack of knowledge. I wish I had some help in this place. He didn't say they are destroyed by the sword or by the arrow or by drugs or guns but by lack of knowledge. I wish I had some help in this place. And you can't think like Christ. You can't think of the word. You can't think to pray. You can't think to have faith. You can't think about God with foolishness on your mind I wish I had somebody here that says I got to have some knowledge I got to have some wisdom can I tell you I wish I had some help in this place I've learned from churches that are bigger than us and churches that are smaller than us I learned from pastors who are older than me and pastors who are younger than me I've learned from people who like me and people who don't like me wish I had some help in this place I've learned from my loved ones and I learned from my critics. I've learned from the foolish and I've learned from the wise. Touch somebody and tell them you can learn a lot from a dummy. I wish I had some here somebody here that was coachable that was learnable that was teachable touch somebody and tell them you got to have something in your mind touch your neighbor tell them are you coachable are you teachable can you accept correction let me help somebody when your pastor corrects you that ain't church hurt listen I wish I had some some help in this place that's an oldie but goodie when your pastor corrects you that ain't church hurt when mama corrects you that ain't church hurt well I wish I had somebody here touch your neighbor tell them that ain't church hurt Lord is it noble is it noble the Duke had had to lead a. He had to lead a get the castle. He had to lead a, a palace because he was tired of the criticism him and Bay was getting. <laughs> then he was just tired of the scrutiny and all of the judgments and all of the rules that came with being noble. Touch somebody, tell them. Nobility comes with responsibility. So now he got to pay his own rent. Now he got to buy his own car. They, they treated her like she was black and they treated him like he black now. He, he want us. He, he want us. That suggests to us That we too are noble, or we are a part of the royal family. So I can't post everything on Facebook. Wish I had some help in this place. There was a time when the saints, if they took a picture, they would hide the glass. Now we all like this. We we all like this. Touch your neighbor, tell them you noble. You can't act like that. I I can see if somebody else posted the picture, but you shouldn't post it. I can see if you get caught up in somebody else's picture. You can't take that down. (laughs) Listen. I'm going to lose my whole church here. Listen, you got to know who you are. You got to know who you are. That starts in the mind. Christ knew who he was. Every time you look up, he was telling somebody, I am the bread of life. I am the resurrection. I am the true vine. I am the sheep, the shepherd. I am that I am. And before Abraham was, I am. He, he always was telling people who he was. He knew who he was. Even at the age of 12, he knew his purpose. You got to know who you are and you got to know your purpose. Touch your neighbor. Tell him you got to understand that you are noble, that you are royal, that you are one of his. And you can't act any kind of way. Listen. I'm through here. But when I tell you, not only do you have to think on these things, but there is one thing you don't have to think about, and that is if Christ loves you. I wish I had some help in this place. Every drop of blood is proof. That he loves you every thorn on his head is proof that he loves you every welt on his back is proof that he loves you you don't have to think if God loves you you ought to look at the cross and know that he does I wish I had somebody here that says I know he loves me I know I'm cherished I know I'm worth it because he said I'd rather die than live without you I wish I had somebody here that says, I don't have to think about him loving me. I know he loves me. No wonder the songwriter said, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. He knew he was loved. I wish I had about four more people that said, I know I'm loved. I know I'm cherished. I know I wish I had some help in this place. I don't deserve his love, but he chooses to love me anyhow. And so I got to shout, even if I got to shout all by myself, somebody ought to help me just wave your hand and just say, Lord, I, I love you. Lord, I adore you. Lord, I magnify your holy name. The songwriter wrote, you thought I was worth saving. So you sacrifice your life, but the truth is you are not worth saving, but he died anyway. That's your shout right there. You are not worth it, but he died anyway. How do I know I'm not worth it? Because he said at our best, we are nothing but filthy rags. I wish I had somebody here that was humble enough to admit that I'm not worth saving, but that's why I shout because you died anyway. You sacrificed your life anyhow. And for that, I praise you. I worship you. I adore you. Let us stand all over this place. There may be someone here that does not know Christ, does not have a church home.